And we now get a preview of what is in store for us for the week. Heads up Monday. A look at some of the major events that we should pay attention to. Joining us in the studio to help us out with this once again is Kim Soo-hyun. Soo-hyun, good morning. Good morning, Henry. We're going to begin first with uh, what has been the top issue besides COVID-19, and that is uh, this uh, kind of uh, dispute that's been going on with Justice Minister Chumye and the Prosecutor General Yoon Seok-yeol. Uh, one of the uh, big allegations leveled against Yoon has been this uh, mm-hmm. alleged surveillance that has been ongoing right. by the prosecution on judges uh, who are presiding over sensitive mm-hmm. cases like the uh, the Choguk trial. So uh, there is going to be a big meeting. The judges are expected to be pretty busy today. There mm-hmm. is a National Judicial Council meeting, which will be starting in just a few hours from now, s u h y a n So... Mm-hmm. What would be the main agenda items for this meeting? So the National Judicial Council meeting in which judges from each court come together to discuss the current judicial affairs will be held at 10 a.m. today. The Judicial Council holds two meetings each year. Due to the recent resurgence of COVID-19 infections, the council members will gather virtually for today's session. The meeting will center around the eight proposed items, including the disclosure of verdicts, reform of judicial performance review, etc. Now, many are keeping an eye out for whether or not the meeting will formally address the issue of illegal surveillance against judges, which is one of the allegations that the Prosecutor General Yoon Seok-yeol faces. A few district court chief judges have called for an official discussion as the illegal surveillance can violate the independence of the judiciary and trials. This issue is not on the agenda for discussion, but it can be discussed on site with the approval of nine council members out of 125. On the other hand, some voices suggest taking a cautious approach as a disciplinary hearing of Yoon and other related lawsuits are still ongoing. Yeah, and there's been a a little bit of uh, confusion as to the judges and how they are reacting to this. We've Mm -hmm. heard some judges uh, come out publicly quite angry about the allegations against Yoon Seok-yeol in terms of the uh, surveillance. But even with the uh, one judge's decision to uh, suspend the suspension of uh, Yoon Seok-yeol in terms Mm -hmm. of the allegations raised uh, against him during the disciplinary committee, There there is this idea, maybe some of the judges are being a little bit too timid in the way they are Mm -hmm. approaching this and maybe too sensitive as to how they're being perceived, which again goes to the wider uh, kind of concept of we can't expect them to all act as a group one way or think all one ways because they're all individuals Mm -hmm. and these judges particularly so have their own individual approaches to not just cases that they preside over, but also maybe even these contentious issues like that. So it's going to be interesting to see if and when uh, that subject comes up during the meeting. Let's turn to our uh, second uh, preview here, Suhyun. Last week, the the UK uh, surprised the world with a very quick, groundbreaking decision to approve the emergency use of the COVID-19 vaccine. So we've got some more developments coming up with this. Tell us more, please. Mm. So do you... The UK has become the first Western nation to approve emergency use authorization to a COVID-19 vaccine developed by Pfizer and BioNTech. The vaccine is set to be 95% effective at preventing COVID-19 infections in late-stage clinical trials. The vaccination program is expected to begin as early as the seventh local UK time. The UK government has secured 40 million doses of shots, enough to vaccinate 20 million people, which is about one-third of the population. But this is far less to immunize enough population to end the pandemic. Still, the government remains hopeful with the 
with an initial 800,000 doses this week and millions of doses by the end of the year. The vaccine rollout would prioritize those in care homes, including its caretakers, frontline health workers and other vulnerable people. In the meanwhile, experts in in the economic and pharmaceutical industry speculate that the UK's move will lead other countries, such as the US and the rest of the European countries to follow, as they are yet to decide on granting the emergency use. Yeah, but it does look like the pressure certainly is there to, uh, as safe as possible, of course, in terms of the approval, uh, to try to get this to a market uh, Mm. sooner rather than later, especially as we see with the numbers, uh, the the infection rates going up all over the world. Okay, we're going to turn to our next issue here, and this kind of ties in with what the judges were talking about and this Mm. overall idea of the prosecution and how they should be reformed. The ruling Democratic Party is definitely... Uh, trying to revise these bills concerning Kongsucha, and this is going to have to happen at the end of the current National Assembly regular session to have the political impact. Could you tell us more about that? Mm. So Kim Tae-nyeon, the floor leader of the ruling DP, has reaffirmed that the party will revise various laws by Wednesday, which is the last day of the current National Assembly regular session, to facilitate the launch of Gongsucha, or the Corruption Investigation Office for High-Ranking Officials. The Assembly's Legislation and Judiciary Committee held a subcommittee meeting last Friday to discuss a revision of the Gongsucha-related law, but failed to reach a complete agreement. The main concern for the revision is to disable the main opposition People Power Party's veto power to select candidates to head the new office. The chair, uh, DP Representative Yoon Ho-jung, said the Legislation and Judiciary Committee would finalize the bill through subcommittee and full sessions from today until the 9th, Wednesday. So eyes are on how the ruling DP will push ahead to pass the bill by this Wednesday and how the main opposition party PPP will react to it. And related to this, uh, Suhyun, this battle between Justice Minister Chu and Prosecutor General mm-hmm. Yun, it feels like it's been going on forever. Right. Uh, some people have uh, felt some fatigue over this. The disciplinary session is scheduled for this uh, Thursday, as mm-hmm. we said, but is it going to happen? Um, the Ministry of Justice is expected to hold a disciplinary hearing for the for Yun Sogyer this Thursday, but it's very unlikely. The meeting was supposed to take place last Friday, but Yun Sogyer had requested the rescheduling, saying he was not given a five-day preparation period um, stipulated by law. The ministry accepted Yun's request to postpone to care- guarantee his procedural and defense rights, as President Moon commented last week. But this week's meeting may not take place as well, like I said earlier. As discussed in the previous week, an article in a current law allows the justice minister to select five out of seven members of a disciplinary committee. Yun filed a petition last Friday asking the court to review the constitutionality of the article, saying fairness cannot be guaranteed in such circumstances. Yun has also filed a provisional injunction to put off this week's disciplinary meeting until a decision is made on the constitutional appeal. All right, very good. Final bit of news for sports fans, uh, especially if you love the KBO. We've got big awards coming up. The uh, KBO Golden Glows will be given up ahead. Right. So the KBO has announced um, 87 candidates for the Golden Glove Awards for this past season. Among these 87 candidates, only the 10 best 
players from each field get to win the awards. The criteria for nominations remain the same as the last year. The KT Wits, which came in the second place in the season, had the most nominees among 10 clubs with 14 players. The KT Wits, the NC Diners, and the Doosan Bears have a nominee in each category. Photographers, journalists, broadcasters, and analysts that were in charge of, of the KBO League um, this season will cast their votes till tomorrow. They've had about a week to cast their votes. The results will be announced during the award ceremony on December 11th, this Friday in Seoul. Yeah, as we know, sports has taken a back burner to the COVID-19 pandemic, but the KBO by most accounts had a successful season and remarkably was able to finish uh, a, a full slate of games, uh, albeit in a compressed schedule. And so uh, certainly one of the sports that uh, was a bright spot here in mm. Korea And so we will see how the Golden Glove Awards are given out. It's a little different from the U.S. If you're not a baseball fan, you might not know. But uh, in the U.S., the Golden Glove is for the best defensive players. Mm -hmm. Here in Korea, the Golden Glove is given really for the overall best player. And so uh, you are basically looking at sort of an all-star or all-pro team. uh, And that is going to be what is decided. Suhyun, thank you uh, very much for all of the wonderful reporting. And we look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you. We're going to come back in the second hour of the program. A lot more in store for you. Ahead of that, let's get another check of traffic and weather.